What is up, everyone? It's your boy, Reckless Fox, and welcome to another episode of the Scrub Club Podcast, where we spill the things on everything happening in video games, comic books, movies, television shows, and geek culture just in general, and boy, do we have some things to talk about today for episode 7. And rock with me today, we have a full house. First, he is a man who has been pretty much spamming me about Steve Burnside coming back, but we all know he's dead, and this is going to be an intervention as much as it is going to be a podcast. Mr. Godchild 15, take it away. Hey, what it do? It's your boy Godchild. God bless y'all. And it is facts. He is no, it's back. not. You are in denial. He is dead, nigga. He is dead, okay? Back for me. And my next co-host, he is... He's been there for me for the past couple of days, and he's already said a joke about Babies come into this world listening to Simple and Clean. Mr. Beijing Zen, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. You've seen that scene is believing. Your ears stop, and your stop, eyes stop. We're going to copyright. <laughs> <Please> <laughs> check to see if you're still breathing. Okay, hey, we got hit with the copyright. copyright. Next, he is, he is the, one of the generals here, and he is our resident weeaboo, Mr. X-Force Gamer 88. Take it away. Oh, you're really calling me a weeaboo? You're the bigger weeaboo than I am. Come on, man. Okay, Mr. Senran Kagura, shut up. Hey, you're the one who's looking at it as if, you, uh, as if you're a person. You want to cover it, okay? <laughs> Anyways, and last but not least, she has been kicking butt and taking names and potentially just broke a black belt's arm. Mrs. CC Animates, take it away. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> oh, did you break my arm? No, no, don't, no, no, don't, you two do not do this on this cast. No, this is, is PG-13. And my opening comment is... No, let's make it rated R. And my opening comment is, it really is weird for us to all be right, and we'll t- we'll talk about that during our opening discussion, but other than that, I hope everyone's having a great night or day, or whatever, whatever time you're listening to oh, our happy, podcast. Happy uh, Veterans Day, we're Hap- recording this. Oh, yeah. Th- I'm a veteran's daughter. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, there you go. Congratulations. We are currently... Salute. This is November 11, 2017, and it is Veterans Day. So to everyone who is potentially listening to this, happy Veterans Day. Thank you for your uh, services, and, yeah, hope you all have a great day and honor those who have been protecting and serving this country proudly. And, uh, and for Veterans Day, you should play the Star Spangled Banner. We, yeah, it's true. We we don't have to get hit with the copyright on that. So yeah, we will. We will. It's it's not nec- it's not necessarily copyright. It's actually public domain. Cue the music. <laughs> Anyways, but thank you very thank again once again thank you all for your support and your on this channel and thank you uh, to those veterans who've been serving this country very well. Mm-hmm. We do humbly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Enough about that. Let's do a little house cleaning real quick. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know, we are here on SoundCloud as well as the Google Play Store. The links to the uh, Google Play Store will be in the description box below. And if you guys are new to this and you want to know what we get, be doing on our personal lives or when we're just, you know, posting things just to post things, you can follow us at the Skull Club Gaming uh, chat, not channel, the uh, page on Facebook.com slash Scrub Club Gaming. You can also follow us on the Scrub Club Podcast or Scrub Club Gaming on Twitter at Twitter.com slash Scrub Club Gaming. And if you'd like to follow us and see what we're all about, you can follow me, Reckless Fox, at Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. And follow me on all social media, which is on YouTube at Reckless Fox and Twitter at The Reckless Fox. 
Beijizen, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Bajimzen, B A J I M X E N. And Mr. Gotcha 15, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Mr. Gotcha 15, as well as Twitch at Gotcha 15, and also social media. You know, you know, Twitter and Instagram, pretty much the same thing at Gotcha underscore 15. And X Force, well, where, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Twitch at XforceGamer88. Alrighty then. And Mrs. CC, where can uh, they find you? They can find me on Twitter at CCTheSands and also on And if you have any questions, compliments, concerns, or advice, you can always, always email us at ScrubClubBookings uh, scrub uh, at gmail.com. <laughs> um, we all, well, we all use it, so we'll all be, um, you know, looking at it every single day but enough about potentially potentially <laughs> but enough with all that let's get to the opening discussion and the reason why i'm gonna be talking about this is because we predicted this and i didn't think it was going to come true creed 2 just got a big announcement saying that they are now having auditions for someone to play dolph lundgren's character's son ivan drago's son will be in creed 2 we predicted this in the third episode of the skull club podcast and i didn't think it was actually gonna come true and makes sense my god was i wrong it came true mr beijing zen and mr godchild 15 were right on the prediction i don't know how i don't know where and i don't know why I mean, I mean, think about it. There's a lot of Rocky fans out there. It makes sense or whatever. Just as in the first Creed, he basically come into the realization of who his father is. And in part two, just to realize the truth of how his father died. Oh, yes. It's going to be an awesome storyline on, on Creed 2. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I thought the, I thought the, the whole reason why we had Rocky Balboa and Creed was to get away from the sequels because don't get me wrong I enjoy the sequels but the problem is they really they really don't capture the what the first movie and the second movie potentially was trying to do like it was an underdog story like with the three four and with three and four because we, we don't talk about five because five was not good with three and four you knew Rocky was going to win at the end with the first one, you didn't know whether or not he was going to win. Matter of fact, you knew likely or not he was going to lose, but he just wanted to, you know, go the distance. With the second movie, you kind of figured he was going to win because, you know, it's the rematch. Even though Apollo Creed said, remember, there ain't going to be no rematch. There ain't going to be no rematch. But, of course, it was a rematch because Creed was like, you know... I got res- you got my respect. I'm going to give you this rematch. He's like, oh, no, man, I'm officially retired, you know. And then freaking Creed is like, I'm going to train like a maniac. Did you ever, wait, did you ever watch the movies, uh, X-Horse? Oh, the Rocky movies? Um, only one of them. Which one? It's, uh, it's some kind of documentary about him. So you never watched the movies? It's only a documentary. Okay, you're out of this. Anyways... <laughs> Oh, but the, oh, really now? Really? Hey, you, hey, man, you gotta be a diehard Rocky fan to understand this is what the things I'm saying right now. So, I mean, all right, but unless I you mean, saw Creed, I mean, if you watch Creed, then you you hop back into this. Did you watch Creed? I mean, but, 
I mean, yeah. the Creed, I mean, like I said, if you think about it, the storyline ties in really, really well. And this is basically Drago's son. So just imagine just the intensity and the anger that's going to basically fuel that fight or whatever. I don't know if it's going to match in between, you know, his steroid dad, you know, with that psychic punch or whatever, what, 1,000, 2,000? Or if he's going to tease him and everything, like, that's why my dad killed Joe Pops or whatever. So I don't, you know, I don't know if that storyline is gonna basically going to be more intense or more engaging or what and everything, but it, or it could be sense. way more over the top than Rocky Four was. We could possibly see uh, an Ivan Drago like in his in his old age when he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm tired. Like, I don't want to fight. It was a mistake." And then maybe the son not even knowing that uh, what he did to uh, Apollo, and then Apollo's son being really fr- like you guys said, frustrated and filled with anger and like for revenge. But then the son of Ivan Drago, not knowing because his father is maybe ashamed about it, it's like, oh, it was a different time, you know. I can take it all back. You might see a broken it, uh, it Ivan was, Drago. Son, it was the Cold War. We were really, really, really stupid. You know, I'd War. like to see like a redeeming arc for uh, for Ivan Drago. I think that they might do that. I, but the funny part I find about this is. I remember I watched an interview, I think it was an interview or it was an article back in the day, where Sylvester Stallone, they, he was asked, if you were to do a follow-up to every character that Rocky has beaten, what would, how would you do it? He said Mr. T's character would have been an evangelist, he would have been like a televangelist, and uh, he, he also doing a commentary on like the sports network, so he, he's, he's teaching the way, he's teaching uh, people about JESUS! And also telling you the for a play by play on thirty by thirty or wherever. Um, Tommy Gunn from Rocky Five, which again we don't talk about, is a indie wrestler. So he he's in the indies wrestling. So likely or not, he may have ran to Daniel Bryan. And then Ivan Drago, he said, and I, I, I hopefully I'm not mistaken. He said that Ivan Drago was so ashamed of him losing in his own country. And felt that he had let the entire country down and was shamed by everyone, succumbed oh. to alcoholism and killed himself. We might see a podcast. Yeah, that's what. That's how Stallone said if if he were to do a follow up. This is way before Creed was even thought of. He said, mm-hmm. if I were to do a follow up, this is how it would all go down. Be on the lookout for when Creed Two happens. Yeah, I, I, there really is nothing else to say other than that. I'm again. Creed, if you guys have not seen it, go watch it. Creed is honestly one of the best movies that came out in 2015. Uh, I, I I won't be one of the people that said Michael B should have got an Oscar for that. I think he did a great job. I just it's just the the he he, he I, I think I think for Creed two he'll probably get it though. I I, I I wholeheartedly believe that Michael B. Jordan will get an Oscar nomination the very at the very least for Creed two because Stallone he he made that best he he earned that best supporting role for Creed because at no point have I ever all damn near cry actually I did I teared up watching Creed especially parts with Rocky breaking down because it's more of a sickly Rocky it's not like Stallone where Stallone's like in his already in early 70s and this dude is still working out like a maniac I really want to look as good as Sylvester Stallone it does when I'm in my when I'm in my 70s I'm pretty sure GC wants to as well I think it was more emotional on, on the Balboa movie where he basically gave that lecture to his son yes uh, that, that reminds me. Do you think Rocky's son might actually show up for this movie? 
Uh, Where you been, I, Dad? I don't know. I don't know because it's like it seems like every I mean every since he had that talk with his son, he basically left him and moved on with his life. And I don't know, it's like the way he uh basically described it, it seems like they don't really talk that much. It seems like, you know, you just basically like, you know, oh, I'll call you to see how you doing and that's it. Okay, real quick, Cece, have you ever watched the Rocky movies, or have you at least watched Creed? No. Okay, so we're, I'm gonna give you some homework. You need to go see Rocky. Oh, no. Rocky is amazing. Watch all seven movies. Okay, no. they're great. Oh, if you care, <laughs> she will care. Okay, she doesn't care about that. Does Any she? Ed, anything else we could for moving on? Uh, yeah. Other than the fact that pre two comes out, I think next year. So be on the lookout for that. It comes out late next year. Moving on to actual, move on to news that we must talk about. This week, Disney has been in talks from with buying 20th Century Fox. It happened earlier 21st. last 21st Century Fox. This uh, all and they happened. They own 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Yeah. This all happened. Say what? Earlier this they buy week. Buy up everything. Yes. They they are they're on their way that they want to get Fox. They, not everything. Not everything, but they want Fox Studios so they can get the X-Men and get the Fantastic Four. Their television and their movies and like their animation studios in particular. Everything but Fox's news network because Disney cannot own two news because networks. They already, yeah, no, because, because they already they already own ABC, so they can't own they can't own a second news network. And they do not be considered monopoly. Have fun. That they can't do that. It's like you already, they already own the ABC News Network, so that's that's like a, they cannot own Fox News, and no, they can own it, but no, they cannot. Big trouble. They cannot if they don't want to get in trouble, <laughs> and uh, and Fox wants to keep their sports coverage coverage. Basically, Fox wants to, uh, you know, totally like focus on news, so their Fox News and their sports uh, broadcasting. So essentially, it's like this. We don't want anything else. We just want the studio, the movie studio. That's it. That's all. You don't want the television or the animation hell studios no. to go to Disney? Um, 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 hell and no. Blue Sky going to Disney and then all the television and Family shows. Guy as well? Oh, screw that. I want my Family Guy thing. Mm, I don't know. Family Guy, family guy gets, gets like aired in like, uh... And other channels just besides like Fox, yeah, TBS, and actually first uh-huh. saw it. For, actually first saw it in in Adult Swim. Personally, mm-hmm. like they get aired in Adult Swim and stuff. Like Simpsons too. Like I, I don't know exactly, but I know for like their for like their movies. Simpsons I know Blue, not going nowhere. No, Blue Sky Studios is a is like a Fox owned uh, animation studio. They did the the Peanuts movie, Charlie Brown, Snoopy. So they would My get babies. that out. I would love to see like them get you know. You know, port it over to Disney. My thing. Help them out with here's, animation. Here's my thing, and I'm I'm probably gonna be the one who's probably gonna burst this bubble. As much as I would love Disney to own Fox Studios and do the the comic book movies that Fox has made justice, like Craptastic Four and Craptastic Four and what? the X Men. My problem is, and and. and 
I think Marvel has enough on their plate when it comes to their stuff. Well, not just Marvel, but Disney. You have Star Wars. You have Marvel. You have they have all the money. Service like they're perfectly fine. Like they almost control everything. Essentially, Disney wants to own the world. No, here's the nursing. They're trying to also. Recent, as of recently, they're try, also trying to reach out to more gamers. In fact, they're actually featuring one uh, one of speedrunners. Um, actually, the one the um, half coordinated, for example, they're actually featuring him in one of Disney uh, in one of Disney shows. Really? Yeah. I, I want to say Jacksepticeye and Markiplier have also. Yeah, they've 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 owned uh, Polaris or remember the network that PewDiePie was in? Yeah, and I remember they that dropped one. Him. So I think yeah, you are right. So I'm pretty sure Jackson guy has done. Oh, he was at the the, the Disney Expo last year for, uh, for Disney, and Jackson guy went up there to do like a, a VR demo for Spider Man, I think. Ah, uh, and anyways, I sent you I sent you a Twitter post of that. Uh, I sent you a Twitter post that is called, it's from the Waypoint Channel uh, Twitter, and it's it he was featured in Disney XD. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah. yeah. But my. By the way, he's. Anyways, I, I know him for. I know him uh, somewhere. So, uh, that's how. That's how I. That's how I know about him. But yeah. But like my my whole thing is this. Like, I I understand Disney wants to do that, and I understand they really want some. They really want some Marvel's uh, licensed stuff to come back to Marvel. To come back to Marvel Studios. But the problem is, it's already too late. The damage has been done. Fantastic no, Four. They could salvage it, actually. How? I think people would give like, money. They could do it. They would. They would give them. Did you they would watch X Men Apocalypse X Force? Listen, listen. It's crappy. Listen. It's would, worse than Death Note. Fans, fans would give it a chance if they if Marvel Studios got back the properties that 20th century 21st century 20th century Fox owns they would go and watch it to see what Marvel Studios' interpretation or how they how they would do another Fantastic Four movie another uh, X-Men movie under Marvel Studios can you, can you imagine the, the, the crossover that's what people want don't they don't they want like the X-Men crossover the Fantastic Four with the Avengers with the Guardians here's how I would see it. here's this is how, okay this is how I this is how they could do it if that's the, if that if what you're saying right now because then this is how they could do it completely destroy the Fox X-Men universe have Thanos or Galactus because I know they want Galactus have Galactus eat that world and destroy it once and for all it's not gonna happen. No, 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 no. From but then, but then, but then, ha- because of the fact that Guardians of the Galaxy Alternate Volume Universe. Two introduced the Wanderers, and I actually used this for my Logan fan fiction on how I would keep bring Logan to Marvel. Um, have one of the Wanderers grab some of the X Men that has left that you can actually salvage, like Wolverine and Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> no, by the way, by the way, Wolverine should, is just used. What? Dizzy should make Thanos a shoulder character. I hope, I hope horrible, horrible, horrible things happen to you. Why? Don't you? We do not. We do not Uh, bring up the fact that Thanos is a Shoto. Shut your whore mouth. He's a Shoto character. Shut your whore mouth. Like okay, you said, 
Okay, I have a question now. Sorry, what? I know. I, right. I mean, it's in topic, but it's off topic or whatever. Right. Have y'all seen the new X Men? Uh, uh, new Mutants with trailer. <laughs> you, have you watched the new um, Mutants trailer? Did you? Is okay. it like the horror movie? GC, did you? Did that, you? That, wait, 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 wait. That's what I'm about to ask. Do you feel like is it more pertaining to an X Men movie or a horror movie? It's more of a horror movie than it is a superhero movie. GC, I'm gonna put it like I'm gonna put it like this. The la- the the first podcast you missed out on. Re- listen to my rant on that because if I go on the rant again, we're gonna be here for a while. So you want to? So <laughs> moving on. Final thoughts. Final no, thoughts. How should I put it? What? Uh, in your opinion, will Disney, will Disney's purchase of Fox, would be beneficial for everyone else or a colossal failure for everyone? I don't know because the fact that they're still uh, right now. Um, negotiations are on halt. They're stalling yeah, right now. Yeah, this is all speculation. My thing we don't is, know if they're and, going to buy the and, Marvel products back. And my thing is, Sorry. I also agree with Ryan Reynolds because I actually follow him on Twitter. What's going to happen with Deadpool? Like, Deadpool left such a, a high-key mark uh, for Fox because it was Fox's first rated R superhero movie that was based on a Marvel character and then the you had is, Lo- is, is, no, wait, wait. made on a budget I know well of course because Fox didn't want, initially did not want to do it but then when they realized that Apocalypse is one of the worst movies ever made they had to pull the trigger and lo- with Logan on everyone, with, and with Logan hold up and with no 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 no, no 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 hold up hold up first of all Fox never had uh, Spider-Man it was Sony Oh yeah, you're right. Sony's uh, now Fox had that. Fox had Daredevil and Elektra before they got uh, before Marvel Studios grabbed them. But what I'm trying to say is, with Logan and Deadpool, it was their their first rated R superhero movies that were based on characters from Marvel, and they did very very well. Like again, I I will say this once and I said this again. Fox took it took Fox seventeen years to make a good X Men movie. And it, it was an X Men movie where there was only two X Men characters, Xavier and Wolverine. That was it. That was all. And we need Rogue in there. No, no, not even because the we need the X Men movies completely. If I'm gonna go on comic book logic, the X Men movies are trash because of the fact that. Many of the characters and many of the events that happened did not happen the way they did. Like, with Days of Future Past, Ellen Page's character, uh, Kitty Pride, should have been the main character. She was supposed it's to be it. the one to go back in time and prevent what Mystique did, which would led to the events of Days of Future Past. With freaking an adaptation. Yeah, but, so but, like, so yes, what but do you same, change? What do you keep? But at the same time, it's like because of the fact that Wolverine is a is a ticket seller, they mm-hmm. use Wolverine as like we're gonna have him on the character in every single thing, whether whether it's a cameo or anything like that. Because why? Because having Hugh Jackman's name in an X Men movie is going to sell tickets. That's a good thing. And that's also a very bad thing. Because for other characters, yes. like that, um, like first that class. Like- first class is a good example. You did, like honestly, I'm pretty sure no one would have cared about first class had they not had that Wolverine cameo. Same thing Damn. with X Men Apocalypse. Granted, again, X Men Apocalypse is worse than Death Note, and I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. That's a different story. But Apocalypse sold tickets because they had a cameo with of Hugh Jackman, and it was one of the most important scenes in 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 the X Men timeline because that's when Wolverine once again breaks out of the Weapon X uh, facility. I say again because they completely destroyed the timeline after Days of Future Past. But again, I'll say I that for another. We, I think we can tell he's very passionate about it. 
Yeah, the X-Men. If y'all haven't awesome. yet, if y'all haven't yet, please be sure to listen to my Bye. Days of Future Past and X-Men Apocalypse reviews on my YouTube channel. I, I go in, in depth with my homie Dagger Boy from Rangers Live Chat. Shout out to Rangers Speaking of which, uh, in your opinion, which is better, the Justice League or the X-Men? Moving on. Oh, oh, okay. No, 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 no. Here. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, no, no, no. I can, I can answer this. I can answer this. Okay. As much as I, as much as I don't like the DC movies that have come out recently, even though I, even though I like Suicide Squad despite being stupid, even though we've all said that Wonder Woman is probably DC's best movie that they've made because it's their only best well, movie they've you made. Said it. In the in the DC extended universe timeline, which is pretty much gone now, um, I would say this: I enjoy, I appreciate the craftsmanship that Warner Brothers tried to do with Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel and Suicide Squad. When you look at because when you look at the X Men universe and you you completely get rid of the comic books and stuff like that, and you just go on the movie tie-ins as a whole. It's a colossal mess because once Brian Singer left, the entire franchise went down the drain. Granted, granted, granted. First Class is a good movie. I said that before and I'll say it again. First Class is a good movie. I appreciate what Brian Singer tried to do with Days of Future Past, but it was too little too late. And then Apocalypse, again, worse than Death Note. And then Logan, best movie in the past 17 years, we've had every X-Men movie. Deadpool's on a whole nother level because Deadpool makes fun of Fox because of the stupidity that they have done. And, the, and, on, and on, the, on the other hand, DC actually get, keeps you guessing on what they're going to do. Because, again, Wonder Woman... We're, I, Did you I, say I, you're a Marvel fan, though? Of course I said I'm a Marvel fan. But at the same time, I'm not... I, I said I'm a Marvel fan. I didn't say I'm a Fox Marvel fan. There's a key difference. <laughs> you were putting put some respect on my name. Uh, CC, what you, you said something? Anyway, CC, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah! Good, good journalism, CC. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, CC, what happened? <laughs> I think she just stepped out. I think she, no, she said, still here. I think she said Steve Burnside's coming back. Moving on. So uh, now we're going to gaming news. We're now we're gonna go to the gaming news, and we there's not a lot to talk about because a lot of things happened last week or the week right. before with um the PlayStation conference and stuff like that. So BlizzCon. we're gonna be talking about there's also BlizzCon as well, and there's also BlizzCon, but we did we covered that um. In the last podcast, we're gonna talk about EA, everyone's favorite company. Um, so EA is ditching the yearly sports games. Uh, really now? Yes. Recently, Andrew Wilson responded to a question from Bloomberg, and I, thanks to thanks to shout out to Gamespot for this. And and he was asking, and he's pretty much was saying, we do a lot in the FIFA games every year, and a lot in the Madden, and there's a lot of code that we make available as part of the um. Um, iteration, iter- iterations, but we don't do it the, that way. About every four years, we release a big new code drop, and we offer incre- incremental in- incremental change over time. He continued, blah 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 blah. I think there's a world where that might also happen in other parts of our business. And he pretty much says that yes, our comp- the, our the, our sports division is doing well, and no, and and I'm quoting notable shift to digital and remarkable growth in the ultimate team. Um, but they want to take a they actually want to take a break with doing yearly games. 
So, what do you guys think about this? Like, for those, um, GC, I know you don't play, I, I know you play some sports games, but I know you, likely or not, you probably grew up playing some Madden games. So, what are your thoughts on Mad, this? Madden or game day? Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Do you, do you think EA's doing the right thing of, like, taking a break from yearly sports titles? Um, I'm th- it's like a yes and a no on everything, because uh, you have basically, you know, diehard fans, I mean, sports fans that basically just be on it, despite of all the glitches that they basically be going through every year, especially dealing with 2K. Um, but, um, but also, yeah, I think it is a good idea just to focus on other titles, you know, besides, you know, just that sports. Okay, um, but do you, what are your thoughts on why they're doing, well, do you think they're doing this because they just realized maybe just updating a roster is a better idea? What's the, what, what do you think? Um, not really say the roster, per se. Um, honestly, I mean, honestly, I thought it was just basically just to focus on other titles. Yeah, and likely or not, it has something to do with you know, with what what was the what was the company? Um, what was the Visceral Games? Um, the company that works on De- on Dead Space and stuff. Did they just got clo- uh, closed down? And now mm-hmm. EA just bought uh, just bought a uh, he they just acquired a company which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, X Force. I know you don't play sports or anything else. So, but what are your well, thoughts on? Yeah, but I'm pretty. Well, wait, does EA does EA do NASCAR games? Uh, they don't do NASCAR games, but they do. Uh, but obviously, they do Need for Speed. Remember one? Remember that oh, one yeah. time where they didn't release a Need for Speed game for one year? Yeah, that sure. one. No. Yeah, that's probably EA Games. It's not really EA Sports. But what is? Yeah, your... but but basing basing it on that, them taking a break. Okay, if there's another company going to take on it, then that's fine. But uh, uh, but. At least, uh, at least it'll prevent them, prevent the said company from getting a burnout. Just developing, just developing the sports games in general. So, on a morale standpoint, it will work. Mm-hmm. Pro- Productivity-wise, questionable. Really depends, though. Beijing, what are your thoughts on this? I'm not, I'm not too much of a sports fan, but. Um... But I, I do. I do. Somehow, I watch like a couple of like sports games, and uh, you know, a lot of stuff like the FIFA games. They do a lot of microtransactions for like the ultimate teams. I think you mentioned, and people really tend to spend like a lot of money purchasing those packs for like better players to improve like the teams. So uh, I think like this, this like, and I think like I'm not sure if Madden has something like that too. This would probably still bring them like profits on their sports, so on all, all of their sports titles. So taking like the year, so instead of you know, it doesn't mean that they're not going to release any more sports games. I think they're just going to be released like given more development time. Maybe instead of a year, it's a two years, or maybe every three years or so. That way, it's also probably uh, what do you call it uh, when there's like an overflow of something uh, saturating the market. Like every year, there's a sports game, and you know, I don't know how much of, I don't know how much sports games get like updated, improved. Like I know there's a new roster, and maybe graphics-wise, but taking you know more, of, more time development. Hey, more stuff gets added in, and they don't lose out on like profits because their games are supported through like the microtransactions. And as you know, microtransactions is the best way to do make money. 
the uh, year of loot boxes. <laughs> CC, I can't they were. CC, what are your thoughts on this? Do you play sports games by any chance? I do. So, what are your thoughts on um, on EA deciding to take a break from yearly uh, sports game titles? A bit disappointed. <laughs> well, okay. Here's a question: what's the, what's the game of choice that you play for when it comes to uh, sports games for EA? Hmm. Can't remember the title. Mm. Uh, what sports is it? Yeah. Like, what sports is it? I'd like soccer. FIFA. That's FIFA. Mm-hmm. So we, you and I gotta run a game of FIFA because I I need someone to play oh, with. No. I played it with my cousin, but he owns the game, not me. Okay. Well, there you have by it. Way, so... with the... Anyways, uh, by the way, anyways, by the way, CC, don't you just hate the offside rules? We're not going to go into that. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, we have more EA news to cover. <laughs> EA requires Respawn Entertainment. Re- uh, and they will be paying $150 million, $51 million in cash and up to $164 million in the long-term equity in the form of stock units to employees. The payment will run the course of four years. And they, and they have Wait, 150 Seriously, that's cheap. Yes. For those, you, more than that. for those of y'all who don't know, well, it's $164 in the long term as well. Million dollars. Uh, f- and for those of y'all who don't know what Respawn Entertainment is, those are the guys who worked on Titanfall. And the sequel. Yeah, that's cheap. Yeah, and the sequel. Oh, damn. Dude, man, the Respawn Entertainment, ex-Call of Duty devs, they're worth way more than that, dude. I feel like that was a really bad decision on a on response on response part because look at visceral and look at the state bioware's in and you know people are worried now that they're just gonna eat up that they're buying these companies eating them up you know and tearing them down taking all their ips and they took our jobs (laughs) i'm scared that i'm scared that respawn could you know potentially have a bad game come out and they get chopped up and discarded well, GC, what are your thoughts on this? Ah, uh, it's cheap. Pretty much it. <laughs> GC. Damn. GC got, a, got a deal off of that. Yeah. Like I said, it's they got it cheap if they get, if it gets through. CC, what are your thoughts on this? Mm-hmm. Did, did you ever play Titanfall when, when the first game came mm-hmm. out? So you don't really care? No, okay. I'm cold. <laughs> uh, well, real, before we move on, I would say this. We need, we need uh, he's, uh, get a blanket. The C- I have one, I'm still cold. Oh my god. Uh, the CEO of Respawn Bruce, Entertainment, Bruce, 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 Bruce. Vince Zempeo, had said, We started Respawn with the goal to create a studio with, sorry, with some of the best talent in the industry and to be a top developer in innovative games. He continues and says, we felt that the now was time to join an industry leader that brings the resources and support we need for a long-term success while still keeping our culture and creative freedom. EA has been a great partner over the years with Titanfall and Titanfall 2. And we're, exa- and we're excited to combine our strengths. This is a great next step for Respawn, EA, and our pl- players. I'm sorry, I have to hiccups for some reason. It's okay. Um, so, what are your thoughts on the CEO saying this all? I think EA employs the method of body snatchers, where they kidnap the uh, original person and then replace him with some kind of <laughs> synth, <laughs> out, 
or a, a lizard person, I don't think that's the that's that I don't think that's the real respawn uh, CEO, and uh, yeah, that's really scary. X Force, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts, X Force? On them buying it, he's yeah. going to get a good deal. Eh, uh, off of no, it. I mean, what's your response on what the what the CEO said? For wait, for what? Uh, oh, for from partnering with EA. Yeah, I guess. In terms of that particular one, it is his choice. If he feels that EA. Uh, Remember, different companies align with different things. If they feel like they uh, bolstered their uh, bolstered their philosophies, align with each other, then that's how they believe. That's what they believed in. As for the actual deal, let's see how that plays out. We will see. And I have no words. And yeah, I know you and CC don't care about this, uh, but uh, so yeah, I also don't care about it. But like, uh, you know what? Let's uh, let's uh, let's put uh, let's put in our inputs in there. Why not? I mean, I got the chance to play the first Titanfall. It's I. I heard Titanfall 2 is a lot. Better. I mean, it looks really fun. I might buy Titanfall 2 soon. Well, yeah, it's it, tight. It's just Titanfall 2. It's more like Black Ops 3. It has a story. Well, let's put it this way: if they ex- if they refine their gameplay very well and they make a compelling story, I think if they make a third one very oh, wait no, if they make a second one very good, they could pretty much put themselves on the map and they, they did make a, a sequel uh, they, I think you mean like a third game that's what I was thinking because, uh, right. that's what I was that's what I meant yeah that's what I meant to say the third mm-hmm. game right. anyways if they got the third game down and they nailed it it's gonna be permanent effectively the IP is gonna the, be permanent yeah it's the rule of three you get three three uh I, f- I forgot who said this, but it's like there, there's a rule of three in the video game industry. You have to have like three games out in order for like your franchise to become like, you know, well known, like out there, like a, a top tier kind of. Oh, like Assassin's Creed. Creed. Uh, like I that, personally like Assassin's Creed. Aspect, too. Um, like uh, like Call of Duty, <laughs> Battlefield, uh, all Assassin's these top Creed. tier. Yeah, all these top tier like games have the triple A games basically. Mm-hmm. And there's also Need for Speed as well. Anyways, move- Uncharted. Well, moving on, because there really is nothing much else to say about that. Other than the fact that, well, we hope for the best respawn. Hopefully, they don't get swallowed like Visceral did. Okay. Anyways, so, and this is a little quick gaming news. Uh, Hanzo is officially now in Heroes of the Storm, and we already know CC is very, very excited for this. CC, what are your thoughts on Hanzo coming to Heroes of the Storm? <laughs> Alrighty then. She, she, she should. You guys got this. I don't play Heroes of the Storm. So Dude, Heroes of the Storm is here. very fun. By the way, CC, what would happen if I buy Hanzo right off the bat? <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. Don't be making them sound. Don't be making them sound. Don't be making them sounds, nigga. No, we going next one. We going to the next one. We going to the one that I'm pretty sure Beijing is really excited for. It is Death Stranding. So recently, uh. Jamil Del Toro, the creator of, well, the one of the creators of Death Stranding with Hideo Kojima, had briefly talked with IGN about the game, and this is what he said: "It's been a, gr- it's been his greatest friendship, and it's been a great as lear- as a learning experience. Um, in Death Stranding, I'm just a puppet. I don't know what's going to make me do. What's going to ma- what what he's going to make me do? He's supposedly going to show me the gameplay at some point." In the next couple of weeks, this is Gamil Totoro talking about uh, Hideo Kojima, and for those who don't know, who those who don't know, Death Stranding was initially 
a new Silent Hill game, but because Konami is like you know you know awful, they um they scrapped that fire Kojima because when the even though the the thing with Kojima and Konami is a long term rivalry that would take a while and like a lot of mapping and stuff on what happened, let's just say it was a bad falling out. And Kojima has now moved on. He's taken Norman Reedus with him and Gilmero del Toro, and are now working on Death Stranding. We don't know when the game is coming out, but it, it had to be on the news. Um, so what are your thoughts it's be on? One. It's gonna be one of those uh, photo uh, photogenic games, probably in the same vein, a, in a similar vein as eighteen sixty six. Yeah, eighteen eighty six, something like that. You you know what game I'm talking about? Like one of those photogenic mm-hmm. games, except without the bullshit. Basically, that's what I was thinking. Beijing, you're a diehard Kojima fan. What are your thoughts on this? Really wish fucking Kojima would show us, not just Del Toro gameplay for fucking Death Stranding. Uh, GC, what's your your thoughts? None. Alrighty then. And CC, what are your thoughts on Death Stranding? Were you big on Metal Gear? No. Were you big on Kojima's work, like Zone of the Enders and stuff like that, and Snatcher? Were you big on Silent Hill? Wait, he makes Zone of the Enders? Yep. Yeah. With the literal cockpit. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do that shot. Ma- no, ma- like let me make Konami. sure. Hold on. Let me make sure. Let me make sure I'm right on this. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's my bad. Um. What's up? <laughs> yeah, Zony Enders. Well, yeah, he was. It was produced by Hideo Kojima. Mhm. So yeah. So. Hopefully we get some gameplay soon. My thing is, when are we gonna like? Cause they didn't they like show Death Stranding like last year E3, and then this year we didn't get no information on the new on Death Stranding. No, on the we didn't get no info, no info on Death Stranding this year at E3. So, probably the V, probably the Video Game Awards or the PlayStation Expo coming up after. I I'm really not looking forward to the Game Awards because if freaking Jeff Keighley mm. gets on stage again. Yeah, PE hosts. Oh them my god, that's gonna be awful. Every year, we'll see how bad it is. Because Jeff Keighley talking about Hideo Kojima the way he did last year, that was just so cringy. I'm like, dude, just make out with him already. Romance, yeah. Just make out with him already. I love you. I it. love you, Kojima. I love I'm you, Kojima-san. In love with you. You know what? I should make some. I should make some fan art with Reckless and Kojima duking it out. And make it as tender as possible. First of all, I'm not. I don't hate Kojima. I I played all the Metal Gear games. Yeah, that's but, why. That's why I'm planning on making a fanfic with you and Kojima. You know what? I've had enough of you. Put... <laughs> and besides, CC will love it. Oh Jesus Christ! Anyways, moving on. We got a couple more. Th- we got a couple more stories to talk about, about. And one of them is for you, Harry Potter fans out there. A new Harry Potter game is pro is likely or not going to be in the works and is coming to the newest consoles and stuff. Recently, uh, which one is it? The, the newest which, consoles, duh. What I mean is like which uh, which Harry Potter game? Because I think the last it, one is because I forgot the last one is Deathly Order of the Phoenix. Was, no, in terms of the game itself, did they not make a Deathly Hallows game? I don't think movie? so. Well, uh, they made a Destiny Hollows movie, and they also have a no, 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 okay. well, it's not, well, it's not honestly, it's not just that. It's more of 
they're doing mobile games and console games, and it's going to be worked on by Portkey Games, and they're overseeing the project projects right now. And they announced uh, the uh, it's just, yeah, a series of mobile games and, and console gaming experience. Uh, there's not really much else to say. Uh, with Port, I will say is um, the um, David uh, Hotted, the uh, president of Warner Brothers Interactive. Stated that with Port Key Games, we are thrilled to answer the fans' request for some more games inspired by J.K. Rowling's Wizarding Wizarding World. We are working with talented creators to build games that focus on players, generate stories, which will live alongside the magical universe created by J.K. Rowling. Speaking of J.K. Rowling, if they make this is going to be cool. If they make the game like the Star Wars games. The good kinds, by the way. I'm thinking like an RPG, like Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, something like create that. Create your own character. Join. I love Harry Potter. Create your own character. Join your own house. Uh, yeah. Learn. Level up your potions, your magic. That'd be really cool. I, I get, honestly don't know what house you're in. You get, you get I want. Bonuses. I want a Quidditch game again. Because Harry Potter Quidditch World Quidditch Cup game. was. <laughs> Harry Potter Quidditch World Cup was fire back in the day. No we need it. that again. It was I essentially just, a sports game. Pretty much, <laughs> it was good. I would love a Quidditch sports I'm game. I'm back for a bit because I have something important to attend to. No, no problem. But Cece's not with you. What are you talking about? <laughs> Anyways, uh, GC, what, I, I know you're not a big fan of Harry Potter, but what are your what are your thoughts on them making a new game game series for Harry Potter? I mean, I like the film, but the game, uh, not really a fan. So, yeah. All right then. And our last piece of uh, news, because they're again, again, these are just the, honestly, they're these are these gaming news is more like announcements of things that are going to be happening. But what is happening and what is going to come out? Dot Hack is now back, and I wish X Force was here because I want to raid on his parade. For those of y'all who don't know, for those of y'all who are weebs, Dot Hack is the original sort of uh, online. Uh, I, was, I thought you were going to say something else. Nah, nah, nah. Dot Hack is the original Sora Online. You want to know where Sora Online got its inspiration from? Dot no, Hack. No, no, no. I thought you. I thought you mean the the Dot Hack series that you're talking about. The original. This is not the original. Well, no. Uh, they're, they're making a new game. Oh, snap. Oh god. A, a remake of the PS2 game. Breaking news. What? What? Right what? Now. What? What? Final race of this. Uh, final race of the Super GT is on right now, featuring Miku. Yay! And right, and right now, Hatsune Miku is in the lead. Alrighty then. All right. Anyway, <laughs> and the, for, the description that's been given is it's Dot Hack GU. Dot Hack GU is back better than ever. Get ready to long to log back into Dot Hack as the beloved cross media franchise returns with enhanced graphics, improved gameplay, and brand new modes. Join uh, Haseo as he fights to discover what's reality, oh, what's reality in the world, and mm-hmm. sa- save his friend Shino, who was put into a-, a coma in the real world by the player killer Triage. Celebrate the 15th anniversary of the franchise with the Epic GU trilogy, including the original Dot Hack GU titles, Rebirth, Remnants, and Redemption. Now with enhanced systems featured such as battle balance and game pacing. The game is coming out soon for the PS4 and PC. What? Once again, I was big on the Dot Hack franchise back in the day. Uh, I again, 
I, I will say that it is the original Sora Online, and, and I'm pretty sure I'm triggering a lot of weeaboos who love Sora Online, <coughs> X-Force, um, so yeah, I'm pretty Seriously, excited for about you that, gotta, so, you gotta call Big me Zen, Big Zen, what are your thoughts on Dot Hack right GU, what's your, what's joking, your thoughts on the return of it? I only know Dot, Dot Hack through, uh, Dot Hack Quantum, the three-part OVA, looks, it's alright, <laughs> that's all I know it from. Cool, cool that they're making a remastered game. GC, what are your thoughts on Dot Hack? Did you ever play Dot Hack growing up? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was a huge Dot Hack fan growing up as a kid. I even watched the anime too when it was on uh, Adult Swim or Cartoon Network. But yeah, I did follow the original series, uh, like you know, Dot Hack Infection, uh, Outbreak, Mutation, and Quarantine. I thought they, I thought they was gonna uh, basically remaster that first, then move on to GU. But um, I guess like uh, the graphics wise was like kind of outdated. For some reason, I, I don't know, whatever. Cause I thought they was gonna remaster that first, but uh, so far, like you know, I also know I'm also you know liking the uh, GE series as well, um, and also been seeing it, like you know some gameplay on Twitch, um, and it's really, really, really looking looking nice. And also, like you know, pretty much at a price range of I think like forty or fifty bucks is not bad. Yeah, I, I I'm on the same thing. I thought they were doing the original four as well. Um, I never got the chance to play the GU games when they were coming out. I did, my brother did, and I know he was big, he was big on Dot Hack himself. So, so you know, Anne's gonna be on PS4 and PC. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pick that game up. But, but X Force, uh, I, I know, I'm, I know, I've been poking fun at you about this, but what, what are your thoughts on the Dot Hack? Well, I'm actually glad they actually ported it to, uh, they actually ported it to the PC because. One, I haven't got a chance to play it, and I was actually interested in the game, but I wasn't able to go for it because uh, because it's on PS2, and during that time, I'm a little iffy if I really would really want to get the game or not. Basically, and plus, game, I was young, so yeah. so I didn't have much choice. Basically, the game was ahead of its time, you know, due to like you know everybody only had internet at the time. But I mean, not to say like you know it was basically online network multiplayer, which they should. Add this feature onto the remaster version. I'm pretty sure they are. Um, but I mean, yeah, because it's basically an awesome like open world game that will be an awesome feature to add to it, where you can play online in that open world uh, platform. CC, did you ever grow up playing Dot Hack? Did you at least watch the animes and stuff? Mm-mm. So would you like to try Dot Hack? I would like to try it. Alright, I'm, I'm telling you right now, you're gonna like it more than Sword Art. I'm just saying right now. It's, a, it's addicting. It's better Anyways. than Sword Art in every way, shape, and form because, you know, the original. Uh, Reckless, here's the thing. When Dot Hack came out, it was one of the first that actually introduced an MMORPG as a subject itself in an anime. Well, yeah, obviously. It's, it's one of the. It's pretty much one of the high profile ones before all the rest start to come in. I would say this is that I mean, I'm excited. I'm because I'm, I'm gonna I'm just chopping up right there, dude. You should you should uh, if possible get the game and play. It, oh, I am if you haven't already. I, I again I am again I ha- I was able to play the first uh, few games back in back in the PS2 era. I never got the chance to play GU, so I am very happy that they're coming to PC and PS4, and hopefully they're good. Um. I can't really be a. I can't really judge the games because I haven't played them. So all I know is, um, if you ever want, if for those of y'all who are Sora Online fans, you want to know where it, where it it was inspired by. 
watch Dot Hack the anime or play the games. Um, hopefully they re-release the uh, first four games re- remastered and stuff, but likely not. They won't, and if they don't. If well, we got GU. If this does good, hopefully. And it's not online. It's not online co-op compatible. It's basically a remaster. It's single player. It's single yeah, it's still, player, it's, still sing, it's still single player. But I, but I honestly think it's a good. It's it's better if it's a single player experience in this particular case. Alrighty then. Well, that's strike one. <laughs> it's all good. I'm still gonna play that. So. Hey, what do you mean strike one? Come I, on. I want. Hey man, I wanted to be an MM. I wanted to be an online game. Okay, my bad. I, I understand. Uh, I, I, I'm joking. I'm still MMO. gonna. I am still going to buy the game. I'm still going to buy it. Hush. Thank you. <laughs> I'm joking, but no, I'm gonna man. buy the. I'm gonna buy the game. I'm. I'm gonna check it out. We'll play it on here, and hopefully, and- at some point, Sega gets on board and remasters the first Fancy Star Online game, or just bring Fancy Star Online two out for for Christ's uh, sakes and get out of Japan so we can play in the United States. But let's put it this way: I think it's Namco's part that actually made it happen because Bandai is technically the one who owns the uh, who actually owns Dot Hack, and because Namco's uh, because they merged with Namco. Oh, this is got this is gonna be promising. Here, oh yeah, here's something interesting. This is gonna be somewhat unrelated, but in Ridge Racer Seven, I actually put in a Dot Hack logo on top of my car because I like it that much. Yeah, it's unrelated. Anyways, moving on. We're gonna yeah. we're, <laughs> we're going to some quick news, guys. This is where, this is the quick news where we spend about thirty seconds to a minute on anything else that was happening that we honestly don't want to be too prolonged about and one of the biggest stories that come out in geek culture is Jason David Frank put Jean-Claude Van Damme in a headlock last Sunday Jason David Frank and Jean-Claude Van Damme for those of y'all who don't know have had a long beef since 1995 since the first Power Rangers movie I don't know the, the words were exchanged and JC, apparently JCVD was a bully to um, Jason David Frank and Jason David Frank back in 2010 uh, t- said that he was willing to challenge uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme in the public to finally settle the score. This is back in 20, uh, back in 2010. While while they were in um, Lemo Comic Con in Mexico City, J- uh, JCVD's uh, manager was asking uh, Jason David Frank to come and take a picture with him. This is what Jason David Frank had told. Uh, news reporters, and he's like, okay, cool, we're gonna finally squash the beef and everything like that. Apparently, it wasn't like that. And JCVD was, uh, berated, uh, I think I said it right, berated, uh, Jason Mm -hmm. David Frank about it. And it it ended with Jason David Frank putting him in a headlock. So, yeah, all you need to know is don't ever take Jason, uh, Jason David Frank's kindness for weakness. He might choke you out, and he's all already has an amateur uh, background being, I think, 3-0 MMA. And, yeah, I don't care if you Jean-Claude Van Damme or Steven Seagal. Well, you know what? Steven Seagal will get lit <laughs> up. That fat bastard. Nah, man. J- Steven Seagal will get his butt handed to, so never mind. But, yeah, but when it comes to Jean-Claude Van Damme, yeah, like, I, I look, I like Jean-Claude Van Damme, and I like Jason David Frank, but y- yeah, man, don't take I don't mean, take th- my boy's kindness for weakness, fam. I mean, think about it. Where do you think that Jason David Frank learned his crosshairs from? Uh, did he take karate beforehand? No, but who is who inspired him? I don't know. Come on, you know Jean-Claude Van Damme's the king of the cross kicks. He's doing it right all his moves. All right, go ahead. All right, but 
Oh, that. All right, but Jason, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Quickly, what are your thoughts on this? Bury that old hat shit. Enough's enough. Grown man, come on now. Yeah, like I, I, I think I think JCB I think Jason David Frank may have did a response to what happened, so I'll check that out later. CC, were you a big fan of Power Rangers growing up? Mm-hmm. So what do, what do you think about Tommy putting Jean Claude Van Damme in a headlock? Good, good good answer, good answer. Moving on. Um Square Enix profits hit two hundred percent recently. Um the Japanese game yeah, giant Square Enix today reported earnings of six six month period ended September 30th, and Final Fantasy Company ha- had a strong half year. Square Enix pulled in 132 billion yen in sales by 24.2 percent, while total profit of 17 billion yen, a huge increase of 218.7 percent year over year. Looking at the full year, Square Enix doesn't expect things to go as well with full year sales predicted to be in the range of 6.6% oh up 1.2%. So overall Square Enix is making bank. So good job on Square Enix's part and thank you Near Automata. Thank you Platinum Games. You guys rock. Oh my god. Thank you. that was Near brought it home with that. That's pretty much. I, I just realized Nier was made by Square Enix, wasn't it? Yeah, Platinum and Square. Now we just gotta wait for Kingdom Hearts 3. Which will never come Bring out. Bring it home, man. Which will Bring never come out. Home. Anyways, moving on. Final Fantasy 7 Remake. And that ain't coming out either anytime soon either. Moving on to news that, honestly, I don't really care about, but we have to address this. There's a new expansion of World of Warcraft called Battle of Azeroth. That looks cool. The story is, for a long time, the conflict between the Alliance and the Horde has been ignored in favor of dealing with external threats like the Burning Legion, why why is now the right time to respark the 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 uh and animosity has started at all and blah 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 the horde is divided and now they're gonna continue the uh, battle between Azeroth. It doesn't really matter. Does anyone actually play World of Warcraft still? Uh I haven't I've only played it a little bit, I haven't played all the way, but you know if you don't care about the expansion that's fine. Just look at the um the video by Blur, same company that does like the Overwatch animations. Those are always like really good, like getting people's interest. Like if you don't care about it, that's fine. Animation's still on point for for all those expansions. I have to say. Uh, Cece, did you ever play World of Warcraft? Mm-hmm. Do you it care was the about first this? Ever game I played. Do you do you care? Do you do, are you shocked? Are you are you kind of shocked that they're still making expansions for this game? Not really. Do you still play World of Warcraft? Thank you. I'm guessing that's a no. G- GC. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, I was, I was I asking. I was asking. Okay, cool. I was asking CC, do you still play World of Warcraft? Mm-hmm. You still play World of Warcraft? Yes. <sighs> Think about Poor it. Poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> they, have you, they have you, Reckless, playing... Uh, Overwatch, you've dabbled into Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, but the thing, yeah, 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 but the thing is, I remember playing Warcraft when I was like a I know, teenager, Warcraft. and the only reason why I played World of Warcraft was because of the fact that I watched the episode of South Park. Mm-hmm. And when I actually tried World of Warcraft for seven days, it was a damn lie. It was not as cool as as South Park made it look. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was the show, but you know, they just. They'll get people. They got people playing Overwatch. They want people playing their other games too. They want people playing Diablo three. You know, Starcraft, all that. Just you know, more money. 
Well, in other news that's not related to gaming, it's actually related to something that we haven't really talked about much since the start of the podcast, and that is comic books. So, for those of y'all who don't know, we're big Marvel fans. Me specifically, uh, I've enjoyed comics in general. In, in Marvel you're comics Marvel in general. Yeah, I'm a DC fan personally. Yeah, but your opinion doesn't matter. Anyway, so hey, I'm boy, joking. I'm joking. On. I'm joking. I'm joking. But however, you might actually like this. Brian Michael Bendis, who has worked for Marvel for years, and he has done titles such as Daredevil's Out, Marvel Marvel Civil War, Civil War Two. He's been working on the Guardians of the Galaxy comic books as of late. He's the reason why we have Jessica Jones and Miles Morales Spider-Man. Brian Michael Bendis has officially left Marvel and has signed an exclusive deal with DC. Brian Michael Bendis had said... Wait, what? Yes, Brian Michael Bendis, one one of the key writers to Marvel, has left the company and is now going to DC Comics and is now going to be writing for DC. Um, Oh, snap. He had said on his Twitter, and I'm quoting here, This is real. I love you all. Change is good. Change is healthy. I am bursting with ideas and inspirations. Details come... Details to come. Stay tuned. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, again... Real John, who don't know, Brian Michael Bendis worked on some of your, probably your favorite comic books that you've read within the last, I don't know, few decades. One of them being Marvel Civil War, which Captain America is loosely based off of. My, he's the reason why my, we have a new spy, another Spider-Man in Miles Morales, both a, a Latino and black man. So, you know, power to my peoples. He also worked on the first 133 issues of Ultimate Spider-Man during the Marvel uni- uh, during the Ultimate Universe worked on Jessica Jones worked on Daredevil and the new X-Men Dark Avengers Dark Reign House of M and so forth and so forth so if you haven't yet please be sure to check out Brian McLean's work X-Force did you get the chance to read some of Brian McLean's work Sadly no I didn't get a chance to do it but if it, if it is if it is good then uh, this is going to be promising for DC uh, Beijing, you what are it. your thoughts on it? Um, I feel like, uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of like, DC and Marvel have like their own like exclusive writers, like Jim Lee, you know, DC all the way, and um, Jeff Johns for DC as well. Mm-hmm. But um, with uh, with Brian, uh, this is this is a good thing, you know. Uh, if if you're a drawer, if you're an illustrator, if you're a writer for comic books, you know, you always want to work with like. You know Marvel and write for Spider Man. You know he's he's written all this stuff for Marvel and stuff. And like you said, change is good. Change is awesome. He's, he he has like he's he stated he has plenty of ideas for for DC. So I, I can't wait. You know what what is he gonna work on? What do you, what th- there's comic book writers you know they must love everything. Like who who doesn't want to write for for like Batman? Who doesn't want to write for uh, it, you know if I was if I was one I would want to do. Like, Every, a little bit of everything work on DC work on Marvel but you know contracts and stuff that limits you like hey you're signed on to this for a while and then hopefully after that then you can move on it's just moving on to do other things GC what are your thoughts on it? no worries did you ever read Civil War? <laughs> no uh, no bruh you live under a rock <laughs> this is this well, is still look, good. look. I'm um, likely or not. If Brian Michael Bendis worked on a Resident Evil comic book and has Steve Burnside coming back, he'll probably read it. <laughs> of course. I'll, well, no wonder. Um, 
I would ask CC if you like it or not. She probably ha- I mean, CC, if you're still there, because I'm looking at your thing on the podcast, what are your thoughts on Brian Michael Bendis leaving? Yeah! yeah Alright. That's yeah, fine. Anyways, moving on, and our la- uh, one of our last pieces of new- one of our last pieces of quick news, Gene Gray's coming back, and I know a lot of y'all are probably wondering Whoa, what the hell you mean. Wait, what? Yeah, Gene Gray uh, is coming back to uh, to the X Men comic books with Marvel's uh, legacy a story going on. And if I'm right, I'm reading right now. The according to the Marvel synopsis, thanks to Polygon, strange ev- events are not surprise to X Men, but when events start occurring. That are more specific and strange in, in, than usual. The group is forced to confront the truth. Could Jean be alive after all? And how will this Jean deal with the world that is now different from the one she left years ago? So for those of y'all who don't know what they're talking about. Jean Grey has been gone for a while. I think since X-Men vs. Avengers. I think that's the last time we saw her. Uh, but there's been a, no- there's a new set of X-Men that have actually come into this canon Marvel Universe. And that's the young versions of... Cyclops, Cyclops, Gene, uh, Iceman, and Beast. They're not part of the main continuity of Marvel. Somehow, some way, uh, what happened was they brought the old X-Men from the, the past and brought them to the future so they can correct their future uh, selves' issues. Like with Avengers vs. X-Men, um, Cyclops became an eco, uh, old Cyclops became an uh, eco terrorist, a mutant terrorist, and tried right, to destroy the mutant, um, the human population by bringing back the mutants using the Phoenix Force and stuff. It's very, very complicated and way too comic booky. But the point is, the past versions of the characters stayed in the future, which then, honestly, when you think about it, just throws in the uh, paradoxical uh, timeline of how can you have younger versions come to the present? But that's a different story. The point is, Gene is coming back. What are your thoughts? Honestly, I don't care. I stopped reading X-Men comic books a while ago. The only X-Men comic book I still read is Old Man Logan. And that's because Jeff Lemire is such an amazing writer for, Mar- for Marvel. So, uh, other than that, I don't care about the X-Men at this point. But what are your thoughts on this? I don't care. Cool. Beijing's then. I thought this was going to be like a, a reboot, like, you know, focusing mainly on Jean Grey, but I guess it, 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 it gets really confusing when they're bringing her, like, her consciousness or that character's from an old X-Men coming in to join these new X-Men. X-Force? Uh, Make her a villain and that'll be interesting. That's probably, that's that's probably what they might do, I'm not sure yet. But, make um, her vil- if they make her the antagonist the, uh, as dark uh, as dark phoenix then this should be interesting i likely that they could i'm not i'm not sure all we know is the issue won't be released december 27th and it's gonna be written by matt matthew rosenberg who was also who also worked on secret wars and the Se- not secret warriors and punisher as being drawn by Elaine uh, Neil Yu, who also did the uh, art for Secret Empire, which is the Hydra Captain America comic book that's been going on as of late. And our last piece of news, and honestly, this is news for me. So, y'all know I'm a massive wrestling fan, okay? I watch WWE, I watch Lucha Underground, Ring of Honor from time to time, New Japan. You're right back. Okay. Chris Jericho recently... Uh, showed up at New Japan's uh, event Power Struggle uh, in a promo challenging Kenny Omega, who I think is the current CEO champion of Street Fighter V, and has challenged him at Wrestle Kingdom 12. 
in the first two weeks of January, I can't remember which, I can't remember what day Wrestle Kingdom 12 is, but yes, it will be Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho, Alpha versus Omega for the first time ever, and it's going to be happening January 4th. I don't know if any of y'all are big on being Chris Jericho fans, but what are your thoughts? Uh, and I'll give you a little more detail as we go. Biggie's in. You go first. What are your thoughts on Chris Jericho fighting Kenny Omega? And I don't, I'm not too big into um, wrestling. Wait, what? So Kenny, I'm not too big into uh, wrestling as I used to be. I'm like, I'm like dabbing in here and there. Uh, Kenny Omega is a fighting game play, player, correct? Yeah, he's he uh, competed CEO as well as uh, mm-hmm. Austin Creed, or, or, as many of y'all know, Xavier Woods from the New Day. From WWE. It's fun. I do know that like comes. Xavier Woods is a big fan of like FGC, and I, I see him like going to like tournaments and conventions, playing. If if Chris Jericho is as is as fun as like you know, I'm not trying to compare him to Xavier, but I'm, if he could have fun at these tournaments, and if he's a big if he's a big fan, then of course yeah, more, like, I, that'd be fun to watch. You know, what Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Yeah, just just Chris Jericho. You know, you know, you know the thing about. I remember watching Chris Jericho on WWE, and now I look back. Now, if I do go back and watch an old show, an old, an old uh, episode, uh, I like seeing them out of character. I like seeing like their personalities. Big Show's a big fan of like Destiny, so I love seeing him geek out and nerd out over 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 the game. It's fun seeing them out of character. So this should be fun too. Well, it's actually they're gonna be in character. They're wrestling. Oh, I thought they were playing. <laughs> no, 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 they're wrestling, <laughs> my bad, dude. My bad. Uh, sorry, I don't. <laughs> no, it's all good. Wrestling. But no, like I think what what makes it really big is the fact that Chris Jericho was just working in WWE like months ago, like a, couple, a few months ago, and now he's in New Japan, and it's honestly thrown the wrestling world into a frenzy about this because uh, Chris just, Jericho. It sounds very confusing. Chris Jericho, because Chris Jericho used to wrestle in Japan back in the day. That, I think that's one big reason, and yeah, um, that and the fact that if you if you follow both Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega like I do on Twitter, on Twitter, they've been going back and forth um, on on social media and stuff. So originally, everyone thought it was like a shoot, but uh, apparently, I, maybe it could be a work. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm I'm really nerding out about when it comes to wrestling, so I'm gonna stop right there. X Force, do you watch wrestling? Do you used to watch wrestling? Uh, used to watch wrestling, but uh, I'm pretty much out of touch with it right now. All right, and I know GC. Um, he he's already, um, you know, said his claim. So yeah, be on the lookout. Wrestle Kingdom four, uh, twelve, January fourth. Um, order on New Japan on New Japan World. It's pretty much WWE's like WWE Network, but you know, with New Japan stuff. Anyway, then now we move on to the movie and television news. First things first. The Black Panther posters, though. Who saw those Black Panther posters? Eh. You're, you're not even down for the cause. Anyways, just <laughs> moving on. So, with Star, uh, with Star Wars Episode Eight ju- just around the corner, the um the funny thing with that is the um, director of Episode Eight has uh wants to do the next set of trilogies for the Star Wars franchise. And he's already stated that he, he does not want them to be anything related to the Skywalker family. What are your thoughts on this, X-Force? For which one? 
for um the guy the um the director of episode eight, The Last Jedi. He's already talking about how he he wants to do the next trilogy, and he do, he does not want them to pertain to the Skywalker family. So, no no Luke, no Leia, no Han, no Kylo, and probably no um, Ray. Even though I say that because likely not Ray could be Luke's uh, daughter. I'm not sure yet. But yeah, but what are your thoughts on it? <sighs> and what would you and if they do do a new another trilogy? What would you want them to do it on? For a new trilogy, pretty much, uh, pretty much stray away from the entire uh, from the entire old cast and make a new and make a new a new tale of the of new Jedi's and the, even a new order potentially. And if that happens, we can get something that's similar to the a similar story to the Star Wars games, basically. If we can get that, then that'll be ideal. My my thing is is that um. I don't know what I mean. It sounds cool and all, but like they want, like I don't know what the, if they're, just, they're they're probably not just ditching freaking um of Ray and Luke and stuff like that. I know for a fact that they've uh, Disney's already specified they want to do more spinoffs that are going to be related to some of these characters from Star Wars. So they want to do like a movie just based on Ray or Finn or Poe and stuff like that. I'm but not a fan of that idea. Honestly, I'd be okay with it because, like, you you can't just keep having the same thing. Like, you need to have them do their own solo movie at some point. Like, what are they gonna do? Like, like it would have been cool back in the day if you had like Luke have his if own it's a adventure TV series. Like that. Then that'd be great for a one a one off episode. But this is not a TV series. This is a movie. But so, well, yeah. But at the same time, but yeah. But at the same time, you could do something with that. Like potentially. Like, I, I, if they were to do that, I would love for them to do, like, do a, do a Star Wars movie where you focus on the First Order. Like, do that. Do that type of storyline. Like, how Star Wars Battlefront 2 is focusing on the dark side and stuff like that, and the Empire. I would love to see them do a trilogy of them working on what, what is the Empire and what are the soldiers thinking about as the rebellion's going on. That's what I think would be pretty cool. X Force, yeah, professionalism, damn it! <laughs> ah, damn it! <sighs> but anyways, um, let's. See. In terms of one-off, uh, one-off movies uh, featuring just them, I don't think it's gonna work out very well because that'll be just uh, that'll be just like an autobiography or the te- or just a bar retelling the stories effectively. That's what I feel like it's going to be. DC, what are your thoughts on them trying to make a new trilogy for Star Wars? I didn't hear you. I said, what are your thoughts on them making a tr- new trilogy for Star Wars? Yeah, I'm going to be right back again. On, I mean, a trilogy or, or what story? Well, Ryan Johnson, the guy who's working on the new Star Wars movie, Episode Eight, Last Jedi, he wants to do a new trilogy. And he, I know, but and he wants know, it to like, be separate to, from the Skywalker saga. So, like, uh, like Rogue One or something different. No, like it's gonna be a brand new trilogy. It's gonna be episode, you know, ten, eleven, and twelve still. But like, they want to do something where it's not pertaining to the Skywalker or, uh, saga. Oh, um, that's actually kind of interesting. Um, to basically to see what's other out there versus. I mean, even though, like I said. It, when it comes to Anakin and Luke and being the key factors of the whole series, but it, it might seem interesting to focus on other storylines 
you know, outside of the main, you know, the mainstream, you know, Star Wars. All right, then. Um, so, but what would you want them to do a trilogy based off of? I've already said that what they could do is they could do like an, uh, trilogy based off the Empire and stuff like that. What would you like to see? Um, I, I want to see basically just the origin, just like how everything just basically came to, I mean, came to buy, just as in like, you know, the drones, the army, the, the clones, like basically leading up to like, you know, episode, um, was it episode six or episode five or four? So, all right, but uh, I, I still want my Kakatar movie though. That's what I will say. I'm gonna say it right now. I want my Kakatar movie. Uh, Disney, I, I hope y'all are listening to this because we want that. I want that. I really do. So make what? make so my Kakatar movie. Damn it. Paige said, what are your thoughts on the Star Wars a new Star Wars trilogy that Ryan Johnson wants to work on? Oh, I heard about that actually. Uh, the- what are your thoughts on it? Um, I hope we get an old republic uh setting. I would love to see movies like that. Uh, movies set in the Old Republic. Or just in a different universe altogether. A new trilogy, that's awesome. And Cece, are you, are you big on Star Wars? I'm okay with it. Well, hey, Alright, with with them doing a new... With them planning on doing a new trilogy that's going to be worked on by Ryan Johnson, hope, potentially... <laughs> God, I, I hate their hiccups. I have expectations, but I don't raise them so high so I can at least see what he's capable of. But withstanding that, he should at least be better than the last one. Or at least of equal use. And now he's useless to me. Well, once again, the movie comes out um, December 8th, 8th, December 15th, The Last Jedi, that is. And so, yeah, hopefully we see more about that. <laughs> uh, speaking of sequels that w- are surprisingly likely are not going to happen, there, there could be a Kick-Ass 3 in the making. So, Mark Miller, the creator of Kick-Ass... Um, he recently posted on his Twitter saying, right, this, this is, this brilliance won't write itself. Time to help get press release together for a big kick-ass and hit girl news next w- week. Uh, keep in mind, this does not mean any confirmation that it's movie related. He just said that. Other than that, would you guys want to see a new kick-ass movie? Because they did do a kick-ass trilogy. One, a kick-ass one, kick-ass two, and kick-ass three, the comic books wise. But would you guys want to see a new kick-ass movie? Oh my! I like I like the. I can care less about it. I thought we were getting a, a television series. What? I don't know where I heard that from. I heard I thought we were getting a kick. I thought they were bringing back Kick Axe, but rebooting it like uh, as a TV show. That'd be That's really weird because of the. Well, if they if they were if they were to do that, it would need to be on like well, HBO or Cinemax because that I mean, show gets really the movie gets really gory and the comic mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Uh, like they all do their costumes homemade. I just wanted. I think it would fit. I think it would fit good, like well as a, as a TV series. You know, just I'm just saying that because you know, more episodes means more runtime. Means like every season is a different is a different oh. villain. But I don't know. Like, would would you get? I don't know. If, what are the actors doing? Are they going to bring back all the actors? Well, no, because. Chloe, Chloe, what's her face? I don't, I, Chloe Mortez, or whatever the hell her name is. 
She's doing some stuff. Um, I know Aaron Taylor Johnson was recently Quicksilver in Avengers Age of Ultron. And likely or not, he's going to be in the new Godzilla sequel that potentially might be coming out soon. Um, likely or not, he might come back as Qu- Quicksilver uh, since the Soul Gem is still out there. And I have not watched Thor Ragnarok, so I don't know if, if they ever introduced <gasps> the Soul Gem. Spoilers! 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 Wait, what happened? Spoilers! Don't you say a damn word about Ragnarok, CC. How did I betray you? How did I betray you? It's so good. Uh, I'm broke. Do you got money? You can send yes. me so I can go. Okay. I will give you some. All right, Venmo me twenty bucks then. I I got early release to it. I don't know what you're on about. Okay, fine. Send me some money then. <laughs> so I can go see it. No, so you need it early yourself. <laughs> I'm not no GC. We're not doing bootlegs, okay? <laughs> yes. GC. I, look, I know you got a dude who works around the corner, but we're not doing bootlegs, okay? <laughs> <That's> wow! <funny. laughs> we we know bootlegs around here. <laughs> Those bootlegs oh, are more. The oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can watch that at your local AMC theater. You know, you don't like that. Pacific's. Anyways, all right. Moving on to a little sadder note. The Dark Universe <laughs> is in trouble. <laughs> I don't think this classifies as sad news. Oh, it is sad news to me. So, nah. those of y'all who did oh, okay. see, for those of y'all who uh, who actually enjoyed the Mummy movie, I didn't watch it, so I honestly can't really make a decision about that. They've been um, Universal has been wanting to do a dark universe, meaning they want to bring back you know Frankenstein, Wolfman, stuff like that into this universe of like the old classic Universal horror monsters, like. Frankenstein, the Mummy, Vam- uh, Va- uh, Dracula, res- respectively. Well, because of the fact on how bad the Mummy did, likely or not, it could be in trouble. And uh, if I'm re- if I'm reading this right, one of the guy, yeah, never mind. There, there's no quote. But uh, under the helm of Kermit, uh, the Mummy movie met immediate disappointment domestically with mixed reviews. As best and lower than uh, expected, $31.6 million taken opening frame in the second week of June, while the film, which starred Sofia uh, Boutia in the title role, would move on to uh, make more than $409 million globally. Its tempest finally uh, tally of $80 million sta- uh, stateside seemed to put the Dark Universe franchise on a notice for potential cancellation. So, what are you guys' thoughts on the Dark Universe? Do you think it might still happen? Yes or no? Would you want them to uh, continue with the Dark Universe? And if so, what universal horror monster would bring the Dark Universe back? We're going to go around. Beijing says... Uh, my answer is silence. But Sansa the Lance is not... I'm joking. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's just not not well thought out. It's to capitalize on the Marvel and DC cinematic universe hype train. Nah. GC? No comment. X-Force? Hmm? Oh my, this guy. The, the Dark Universe. What are your thoughts on the Dark Universe and likely not being cancelled? Uh, I don't care too much about it. CC, I'd like to see it. Okay, which horror monster do you think would help bring it back? They've already done the Wolfman because Benicio del. Yeah, they have not done Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, they haven't done Frankenstein yet. They haven't done Dracula yet. 
they've done... That Killa and Frankenstein would be really nice to see. Yeah, because they, they've only done Wolfman with Benicio Del Toro back in, I think, 2010, 2011. And they did Tom Cruise Mummy, which apparently sucked. And apparently, Russell Crowe plays Dr. Jekyll, who is trying to assemble a team to take down these Dark Universe characters, such as Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein, and whoever else. I think they would need to do uh, uh, Dracula, because Dracula is your safeguard. And if they do it, they need to have... They should probably cast Michael Fassbender as Dracula. I'd like to see that. Yeah, because Michael Fassbender, again, Michael Fassbender has done a lot of great roles, and even roles where it's like, the movie is garbage, but he still does well with the script, i.e. X-Men Apocalypse, but that's a different story. So yeah, but, uh, and let's just face it, like, we've had I Am Dracula, oh no, not I Am Dracula, uh, I Am Frankenstein, the one with uh, Dan Eckhart, or where the dude that's named, the guy who plays Two-Face in Batman Begins. (laughs) Oh damn! And I, Frank, and um, Dra- that Dracula movie where it talks about both Va- Vladdy and Paler and how he be- kind of becomes Dracula, doesn't become Dracula. It doesn't really matter. But I think a Dracula movie would save that uh, franchise. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Do you think? Would you want to see a new Dracula movie? Beijing Zen? I would like to. I like vampires. I think you know they should come back. There should be like a renaissance in, in gaming, especially. I could think of a series that could definitely use a use a reboot or a remake or sequel. Legacy of Kane or, or sequel. Yeah, Legacy of Kane, Blood Omen. I would love to see a full on you know remake of Blood Omen and to reboot the series. Yeah, man, I think it's time you know vampires oh to come God. back. <laughs> GC, but, what are your uh, thoughts? Would you want to see a Dracula movie come back as Michael Fassbender? Um, not really. I pretty much grew out of uh, Empire movies since I was a kid. Uh, but besides, you know, Blade, you know, I'm still waiting on Blade Four to come back. I mean, come out. Y- y- yeah, you, you, you'll see Burnside would come back before they do another Blade movie. So you, you're already out of that works. Uh, uh, X Force, what are your thoughts on? Uh, would you want to see a new Dracula movie with Michael Fassbender? Nah, uh, vampires are dead. Damn, man. Yeah, they they are dead. Yes, that's where we we depart. There. Uh oh. What? Uh oh. Seriously? Yeah. That, that's something we don't agree on. <laughs> but but yeah, but in general though, if they if they could make uh, make vampires good again, then then I'll give it another shot. Vampire lives matter. Moving on. So. So, um, Paramount, the Paramount TV director actually turned down directing The Conjuring. Uh, Oren Peely, the director of the Paramount Activity franchise, had stated uh, about The Conjuring, he said, I quote, kind of wanted to just kind of cash out and be done after Paramount Activity. I got sucked into producing the Paramount Activity sequels, then I had lunch with Steven Spielberg, and he said, let's do a TV show together, and we did The River. I, I kept having different op- opportunities to get that, got, that get me sucked back in, and then I thought, yeah, I could find something to direct. I got sent a lot of scripts. There was one I really loved called Eliza Graves. It ended being a whole big legal mess, and the project fell through. As for why he said The Conjuring specifically, Paley explained that after several film projects fell apart and his girlfriend got pregnant, he decided to step away from direct- 
directing all together. So my my question is, yes, yes. <laughs> damn, you you're really excited that you stepped down. So X Force, why don't you take no, the no, helm? No, 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 no. It's a different context because right now I'm watching a race. It's because because the anime Ooh, car so is, is in. Yeah, nigga, sorry. we're supposed to be professionals, nigga. <laughs> mm. But but I'm just. But this is a race I. Uh, this is one of the races I can't miss, though. That's a problem. CC, let it be known that you know this is what he focuses on. So just, just Oi. hint, hint, warning. Uh, so he focuses it on it more than me. Hint, hint, warning. I'm yes. I'm trying to focus on you. As GC, well. Okay, well, shut up. GC, yeah. what is your GC? What are your thoughts on him turning down the Conjuring? Uh, good. I thought he should have turned. I mean, turned it down after the con. I mean, well, I mean not the Conjuring. He should turn it out at the paranormal uh, activity tour. Well, here's my question: Do you think uh, the Conjuring series would have been different if he had um, taken the helm as director? Nah. Well, well, I can't, I can't really say that. <laughs> For me, it's not nah because you know, just like the Blair Witch Project, fake. But according to like you know uh, certain individuals, it's like you know it can be either entertaining or to them it could be very real. But um, it's basically more just as a, as a, you know profiting out of it or whatever. So, nah. Uh, Beijing, what are your thoughts on him turning down? And what do you think if they? What do you think about it being different if he was director of The Conjuring? So I have not watched. You haven't watched what? Sorry, hang on. Sorry about that. I haven't watched a paranormal act film like all the way through. And I've not watched The Conjuring either. Like, I don't even know how many sequels there are to The Conjuring. You really can't say, like, what would have been different. Cece, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, a bit sad, but I'll move on. Alrighty then. I, I, I initially thought this was a stupid move that he, t- he did. But after for I paranormal. further... For paranormal? No, him turning down The Conjuring. Because honestly, The Conjuring is one of the best horror movies that have come out in recent memory. The series, that is. But after reading the uh, article a little more on Screen Rant, I can understand why he did it. I mean, you have a pregnant girlfriend, and you didn't want to do more uh, sequels. You got asked to produce produce them. So I can understand why he would step down from that. It's all about, uh, you know, what makes you happy, and that's understandable. Oh, well, what can you do? Could be worse, honestly. And, mm-hmm. and our last piece of movie news, and I know Beijing's going to really love this. Melgar saw the movie! Just got a writer. It is the writer to Jurassic World, Derek Connolly. And he will be writing the script and the story for the Metal Gear Saw movie. He also joins Jordan Vong Roberts, um, who they recently collaborated with the Kong Skull Island movie. And it's going to be. And the original Metal Gear Saw game, which was created by Hodei Ujima, blah, 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 blah. He's going to be working on that title alone. Um, and. However, um, you know, you know how Hollywood is, you know, whitewashing and stuff like that. But the movie is set to be released sometime soon. The project hasn't started yet. They haven't done production yet. All in all, we just know that they will. Be, they already have a director and a writer. Big Zen, because you are a die-hard, live and breathe Metal Gear fan. What are your thoughts of this new announcement? So I have a, I have a lot, and it's probably not going to like what you guys hear. I don't know if Metal Gear Solid... Well, first of all, this movie... Another one of those movies I had... For, like, a really long time. 
I don't know if Metal Gear Solid can transfer well into a movie if we're talking about like it's going to be a long term if that's going to be case that and like how it's how it's uh well obviously they're going games... to take a store they're going to do a store on boss uh, on big boss and all the all the iterations of it including right and note or stuff I and also would... the villains oh, do you think on. they would do big boss or solid snake i think they'll do big boss first and then go on to solid snake relating to big boss and then i think they over. would do i think they would do solid snake and then cut back to all of the all of the big boss stuff. I think they would start with Metal Gear Solid. Or if you really want to go with the logic, if you want to go with movie logic, so- start with Solid Snake. Give give him all these problems for no reason. Go after Big Boss as the big bad, and then kill him off, and then end the movie right there with more question where with more questions than answers. You pretty much you pretty much just summed up. The first metal two Metal Gear games where Snake fights Big Boss. I hope you know that. So, with movie logic, they're going to do that. The way that these games have progressed, it's been more focused on gameplay as opposed to like, you know, more gameplay, less more gameplay, like less cutscenes. Or like okay, that's where I think will differ because I think it relies heavily on the cutscenes more than actual gameplay. As they progress, like Phantom Pain. It's more about the gameplay and you, you get me right. Yeah, I got you. But mm-hmm. I know all we know is that Sony is going to be the uh, the studio that's going to be backing up the project. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, they're actually from what I'm reading, they're currently working on a Uncharted movie, and Tom Holland set to star in it. So we get like Uncharted, you know, Indiana Jones, Tomb Raider. I can see that Metal Gear. Is so complicated. Who would you pick? Would they keep it a secret? Like which which snake are they talking about? Uh, do you want to do like what do you take? It goes back to adaptations and what do you keep? What do you take? What do you change? Here's my thing. My thing is this: Why make a Metal Gear Solid movie or Metal Gear movie in general when all you need to do is just take all the cutscenes from every game and make a movie out of them, just like that? I think because people have been wanting a live-action Metal Gear Solid. Movie. Why? Yeah. Who, in the, who in the hell fans, would want? Fans, fans want. Okay, it. Then, yeah. No, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. No fan. No fans fan. wanted. Metal Gear fans have wanted a. Nigga, no, no fan, a no yeah, fan of a video game is going to be asking for mm-hmm. a lot of a movie version of it. No yeah, one asked for whoa, Street Fighter yeah, Legend of Chun Li. I actually wanted an Assassin's Creed movie for a while, and then they and look how here. awful that they movie was. And look how awful it became. It and they pretty much proved the stereotype. They pretty much proved the stereotype, though. That's the problem. Think about Dragon Ball Evolution. No, 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 Hell no. to the evolution no, was nigga. A, evolution no, was we a cash do grab. Not address that movie. We do not address this that movie. Awful. We do not I've address not this it. movie I've seen on this podcast. It, and it's pretty bad. This mo- that we don't address that movie on this podcast. Hell to the <laughs> but, no, nigga. I mean, but you get what I'm saying. You get you see, you see the risk of turning you know video games into live action movies. It's because, well, the, here's the biggest problem: the director does not know the uh, the content of the game itself, nor why they like the game in the first place. Are, are you sure? Is he not a gamer? I thought I read somewhere that he like 
that they hired someone who like understands us, like played and like knows about it. Okay, they can play it, but not understand the appeal. Yeah, and keep in mind, basically, these. Dude, the last person that said, "Oh yeah, I love this series. I understand. I'm gonna make make sure it's done right." That that was the nigga who directed Death Note. Um, I was gonna say the Warcraft movie. It was directed by a War- oh, I World like Warcraft that fan. I have not seen. Uh, I haven't seen it. I heard it was good though. I I wish I seen um, it because I couldn't. Was... I wasn't able to talk about it. Man, I heard it's like all right, okay. but the, the fans are. I I remember the fans being happy. Mm. I forget. Fans uh, are happy really about the good. movie. Moviegoers we themselves could talk are probably about confused. We could talk about that. At one point, we'll review. At idea. one point, we'll review the movie. That gives me an idea for something. Well, I think the good thing about Warcraft is because they have so much. They built the world so big that they can pretty much go anywhere on the timeline and be and make it work. I will I think say that's the good this: thing about it. the thing about the Warcraft. Well, the, the thing lore, about it was the, the lore. lore I the lore, the world, and uh, everything around it, basically. You know, we have Warcraft, Lord of the Rings comparisons, and people are like, yeah, but Lord of the Rings did it. I'm, I liked it. I won't go into doing CJ. I did like the Warcraft movie, but that's for another topic. Yeah. Back to the... Back, back, to, the to, back to Metal Gear. Again, no one asked... Okay, no look. fans. Maybe... <laughs> Again, again. Listen, I know, I know you, I know you're a giant fan, Baby Zen. But did you really? But I don't, want... I, I'm saying this movie wouldn't. How, how do you make this movie work? That's I, that's what I don't understand. Why would anyone? Why would you want to make a movie based on Metal Gear? What there is so much lore and confusing, convoluted lore at that. Why would anyone want to make that cash a movie? No, not even because if if that was the case. We could have got a, a freaking Castlevania movie, a live action we Castlevania a, movie. We got a TV series. No, I said live action. You could have okay. done any other Konami product or Kojima product. You could have done the live action Zone of the Ender. Oh, I forgot what they did. It's called Pacific <laughs> Dude, I'm 100% positive that this movie was in development hell for a long time. Bounced like the Warcraft movie, and fans have people that love Metal Gear have wanted to see a live action movie I can guarantee you you know that was back when 4 was coming I'm pretty like when 4 came out like <laughs> 3 and now as like I said as the series has de- has developed more into like the gameplay and like less and less focus or less or more confusing on the story how do you how do you translate it to the, the film that's why I don't know that, that's why yeah. that's what I'm asking like mm-hmm. and I actually I actually you, you actually made me remember I am, I do remember reading an article about them wanting to do a movie back when four came out, so I actually do remember that. But my and my my, my reaction was still this: Why though? I mean, knowing Hollywood's track record on live adaptations of movie of, of video games and anime and stuff like that and cartoons, why would they want to do that? Because I can I want to predict something because the people that have played those games have grown up, have gone to school, have learned to direct, and are moving up and want to do and want to take on those projects. I don't know when, I don't know how long it'll take, someone will do a brilliant adaptation of either a video game or an anime. And there's a whole I said, if he's by any I pick, I will hate them forever. But they here's do. the thing. If, like if, comic Holly- books. if Hollywood respects the content, uh, content of it, which I don't think they will. 
if they if they can at least respect the content of of uh, video games and anime, we can get we can finally get a because good movie of it. We're we're still waiting on these people that are going to school, that are going into direct, that have played, that have watched the stuff, these all these stuff that have played Legend of Zelda. I'm just throwing out examples that have played Legend yeah. of Zelda. Uh, that have I don't know that have watched Cowboy Bebop that have played, you know that are, that are, basically what I'm saying those people that have experienced this with us and experienced these games these movies these animes are going to move up in this in this industry in this Hollywood industry. I don't know. Look look at look at look at the comic book movies now. Look at how look at how much they make video games and anime. They are next. It's going to take a very long time. Yeah. One day we will get it. And we'll have this whole resurgence of video game movies are the hot topic now. Anime. Anime movies are like the the, 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 the hot topic now. You get what I mean? No, I got yeah. It's different to a, to a cinematic universe, but, you know, there's, there's still like... Uh... Cowboy, like a Cowboy Bebop movie, they would be like, "Oh, it's, that, that movie did good. Let's make a sequel." Uh, I don't know. Uh, so here's Zelda- my, here's my final uh-huh. question to you: though. If Metal Gear saw it, if they do make this movie, and it's actually right. remotely very, very good, do you think this would usher? I think you answered this already, but I'm asking again: Do you think this was ushering a new renaissance? Because when it comes, we've already we are going through a uh, comic book movie renaissance. Mm-hmm. As, as because think uh at, during 2000 and now we're, we're always going to be like 20 years into comic book movies so do you think the next 20 years will be video game movies and uh, and like actual sci-fi movies i, I wanted the video game video game movies have to be next all right i think that's where we're gonna go that's that's where those are going to be our next blockbuster movies well gc what are your thoughts on this Oh. Yeah, <laughs> he's excited. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? Wait, what happened? Where, where was the, the Last subject. of Us movie? That ain't happening. Oh, CC, where's your it's, thoughts it's on the Last of Us game? <laughs> what are your what thoughts? Is the I'm asking you. Wait, wait, okay, I'm asking like in general. If I don't know if you're big on Metal Gear, but if they were to make a, um this movie, if it was actually good. Do you think there could be a new renaissance of of uh, live action movies and like if we get like an Overwatch movie? Oh hell no! Wait, what? <laughs> Leave my Hanzo be perfect as he is. No, it could be a CGI movie. It's okay. If it's CGI movie and it's directed by Blizzard, Blizzard Dan, we don't. We okay, know the then I'll, I'll be safe. I'll yeah, be safe. Uh, and besides, they really make great shorts of it as well. So it's like it did- movie material. Yo, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, CC, 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 wait, 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 before you do it. My opinion is, it can, it could be good, it could be good, but if we can reach that renaissance, 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 I'm sorry, I'm bad with English, but I could see it happening, but it would take a long time to reach that goal, but within that, it depends (sighs) who's actually doing it. X4, shut up, be professional. Continue. We could, we could, if we get enough people who can do good, and as um, I think Godchild has suggested, it's people who are growing up and just going to college to actually do what they love. But if we can get a good 
solid few of them, then maybe we could reach our residence. Residence. It's fine. The, the new era. New era. New era. Thank you. All right. But you, that uh, could that could happen. But we honestly just need to pick the very good apples out of the bunch. Is oh, I think and my closing about this is watch Hanzo be played by Nat Wolf from Death Note. Anyways, so oh more... yeah, by the way, <laughs> Hanzo, complete Hanzo whitewash of the Overwatch story cast. I'm pretty sure they're gonna. I'm pretty sure they're gonna put that in for sure. A uh, Nat Hanzo. Wolf as Hanzo. Oh. <laughs> Oh, He's not a furry, I promise. <laughs> uh, who else? Who else? Who He's else? Only a furry uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Whoa. Jake Gyllenhaal as Genji. Scarlett Johansson as May. I was gonna say her. Scarlett Johansson as who? As May. Um. Uh, Maybe. Uh, freaking. Uh, Butler as uh, McCree. Reinhardt. <laughs> oof. Oh shit. Lena Dunham as I could see that. Lena Dunham is Pharaoh. Let all the white feminists be proud of that. Uh, friggin', um, what, you, what do you call it? Uh, what's that stupid woman's name? Um, oh, Tommy uh, Laren as. I gonna be offended. Tommy Laren as Diva. <laughs> I, I really hope. Oh, yeah. Tommy Laren as Diva. Before we get any further, <laughs> it'll be guaranteed that someone's gonna say crap about it because it's racist. For no reason. <laughs> Basically, we're we're trying to whitewash. We're, like, yeah, let's whitewash Overwatch. We're, we're, we'll, we'll, matter of fact, well, that'll be our closing discussion. Oh, let's try white. No, we I'm have joking. a Scott now. We have a Scottish character. Um, um, um. Uh, isn't she Irish? I thought she was Scottish. Who, Moira? Moira, yeah. Moira. Moira's gonna you know, be played. Moira's gonna be played by Beyonce. No, <laughs> hell no, no. Please, no. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right, but we're gonna we're gonna get to our closing discussion. Don't hate me. I don't like Beyonce. Samantha played by Rihanna. Uh, uh, yeah, and and uh, Farrah being played by uh, uh, Ivanka Trump. I'm joking. We're done. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on to the closing discussion. Memes aside, memes aside. We're, we're moving to the closing discussion. Um, and we're not. It's actually not video game related. It's not movie related. It's not comic book related. It's related to us. We are. We have all decided as a group that we're gonna go on break for the next couple of weeks. Thanksgiving is upon us, and yeah. Uh, and also, we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing a little construction when it comes to the podcast and stuff like that. Basically, why don't you tell them more about that? Um, so basically, what I want is to is to change up the podcast, and we're gonna go more into detail about it. First of all, I think it's fair for the uh, Thanksgiving week; everyone can take a break, chill out, go spend time with the family. But also, it's gonna give us time to come up with come up with uh, new ideas. Uh huh. Um, I want to do. I want to contribute more if that means a shorter podcast. Maybe for that, in return, I could do. I could provide a stream for for you guys. I could provide a video, just to balance it up, change up the podcast. Maybe not all news oriented. Maybe more about uh, talking points. If there's a specific topic that maybe not all of us are interested in, people that have interest that do have interested in can maybe if they want to do a, a video or a, I don't know talk about it on a stream uh, j- just so that people can get people can get more engaged and it changes good <laughs> I really don't know how else to explain change it, is it. Is it just, good. change is always mm-hmm. good 
It's scary, but this will be good for us. Also, we could use a break. Yeah, because yeah. I, I yeah. think for, for me, it's for, for those of y'all who don't know, um, we we all have jobs. We all have families. Some of us take little to nothing. And, um, and also prioritize family. Uh, we prioritize family as such yeah. in general. Like, Anyways, um, for myself... along with relationships and basically any friendship, really. Yeah, for uh, for for myself, you know, I'm trying to graduate. I'm graduating hopefully next semester from college. GC just went back to college, and he's a full time parent and work. Oh, nice. CC, um, I I CC does you know her thing. Um, <laughs> Zen, um works out. Uh, helps his family out at because I think your family owns a restaurant don't they uh, they work at a re- they work at a restaurant I do like odds and ends like in like the pay sucks basically I just do like little jobs here and there and it's it sucks and X-Force doing his thing too anyway but uh, the- I'm I'm working uh, I'm basically trying to uh, to work uh, work out the kinks and everything yeah so um yeah, oh, yeah by the way we're, so we're going we're, we're kind of going on a hiatus we're, we will be back we're not when it comes to our hiatus, we're not gonna we're not gonna be doing podcasts for you know the next couple of weeks. But might we will be having more content on SoundCloud? Like GC and I still need to do recaps of the Walking Dead episodes, and likely or not, if CC has already caught up, uh, I want to do a How to Get a Murder recap. Soon. Oh no! <laughs> oh god! But anyways, um, breaking news. No, Who we're not. No, 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 no. We don't. Ship. <laughs> We're, we're talking about closing discussions, nigga, and you bring in Graceland. Congrats, Miku, but <laughs> goddammit, nah. Um, yeah. What's up, CC? What is it? Uh, well, I've been working on a side project for the, uh, the Scrub Club. I'm actually working on Avatar sketches for, um, yes. certain segments. Well, there you go. I, was, uh, I actually want to see some it. Sweet, yeah, because so, CC, at this point, she's our... She's our resident artist. We have another one, uh, so we we have two. CC and one and a homie of GC and I, who goes to college with me, they're both working on art for us. So we, you know, we're 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 busy, and when we're not doing the podcast, I'm working on streams. I'm doing videos and stuff like that. And uh, if it's not that, I'm usually the one who's uh, editing the podcast and stuff because you know there's a hic- there's a few hiccups here and there, and I and I'm not using that as a pun because screw hiccups. Hiccups suck, but um, hiccups, hiccups suck. Uh, hiccups? I have to, yes, I have hiccups, not handcuffs. Handcuffs? I didn't say handcuffs, I said hiccups. <laughs> you know, handcuffs aren't fun either, especially if you black. Well, uh, hey, but hey, yeah. they can be fun. Moving on, the point of the matter <laughs> is that we need, we all need a break. That's all we're, that's all we're saying, and we will be back soon. You're right. <laughs> I'm gonna make. I'm, I'm gonna stop right now because I'm gonna. Make, I'm gonna make a lot of inappropriate jokes that might get people mad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Overall, um, yeah. That, honestly, that was just our closing conversation, and I think we're done. So we would like to thank you all. Matter of fact, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm Everyone, not gonna. Pretty much, there's a full house here. Surprisingly, yes. I'm not. I'm actually not gonna close up. I'm gonna have GC close up. So GC, you're gonna be closing up for tonight. Oh no. Any more words? <laughs> Actually, you sound busy, GC. Basie's <laughs> end. Yeah. Basie's end. You're, oh, so you're close. Uh, no, 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 no. X Force, you're closing up. You have Everybody a more professional line. What? <laughs> Uh, You're man, sick, Beijing. Go. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say any more, any more input. 
Paige, oh. you're gonna you're gonna do the closing procedures. Uh, it, uh... I would like everybody to go ahead and say something for the closing uh, segment. Uh-huh. Wish everybody uh-huh. this is our last podcast for November. Well. If you would all like to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving while we're on break. And um we'll be back. We're not going to we're just we just need a break. We're gonna come back. Yeah. Pretty much. We're gonna come back stronger and better, stronger, faster, faster makes us better. Nothing uh-huh. will kill me. Can only make us stronger. I need you to hurry you up. You guys now, are gonna like it. I can't wait much longer. We'll come back and we'll we'll be better than ever. I'll try to have my project done before then, so that you guys can at least have some visuals. Yeah, yeah, I want to. I want to put in like. I want to help out too with the editing because that's not fair. Because I think Reckless puts in so much hard work, like he for the notes, so for the editing. I think I, I, deserve. Yeah, I should I think. edit as well while I'm at it. But uh, how should I put it? You really should start working more. You need a Twitter account. More. <sighs> oh, uh, also keep a follow us. You know, Twitter. We're gonna be posting news. I'm the only one out of Twitter, by the way. Good oh, damn Twitter. <laughs> Like us on Facebook. Keep, 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 you know, you can find us both on Facebook and Twitter. Honestly, I thought you, honestly, I thought you said nudes. Oh, Same. God. Let him finish. Let him finish. That's a loot. That's a loot section. Basically, hey, you can follow hey, us on Twitter at, uh, at Scrub Club Gaming. Uh, on Facebook page, you can find our Scrub Club Facebook page. I'm on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Twitch. Uh, where can they find you, CC at? I mostly stream on Twitch nowadays, okay. and I also have a Twitter, but it's not really that important. That's fine. GC, where can they find you? Um, you can find Yay. me. You can find me. On, <laughs> you can find me on YouTube at you know Mr. Gotcha Fifteen as well as Twitch uh, Gotcha Fifteen and both my Twitter and Instagram at Gotcha underscore Fifteen. Okay, uh, X Force, where can they find you at? Still, they can find me on Twitch at XforceGamer88. Okay. Last but not least, Big Boss, Reckless Fox, where can people find you at? Well, my niggas, I'm joking. Uh, you can find me on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. You can find me on The Reckless Fox on Twitter. And you can find me on YouTube at uh, YouTube.com slash Reckless. Well, it's not YouTube.com yet, but you can find me on Reckless Fox on YouTube. Also, you can uh, follow uh, up Rangers live chat on Facebook. We, I also work with them, and you can we cover all Power Rangers related content. And yeah, and I I interviewed Karen Ashley, the Yellow Ranger from My Morphin Power Rangers, at LA Comic Con. So do check that interview out as well. All right, thank you guys for listening. Until then, this is uh, this is the Scrub Club, and as always. Peace out. Bless up. And keep up record things $20 or less. And we'll see you on the next podcast. Until then, happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays. Deuces. Bye, everybody.